Hello and welcome to episode 288 of the Gaming Fix podcast and on October 7th, 2023. I am your host, Andre Cole, aka The Wet Gamer, aka your partner's favorite spooky monster. I'm joined today by Allison. Oh man, that's actually favorite spooky monster. Um... Got, uh, got a Frankenstein's monster. You got a mummy. You got a, mm. a Dracula. A werewolf. A, I mean, a ghost. Mothman's always classic. Like, yeah. I like Mothman. Um, I'm trying to think because I'm like trying to go. I'm going through like X Files episodes in my Jersey head Devil. and movie. Oh yeah, uh huh. Guy who lives in the toilet. <laughs> in the sewer, the worm man with the, the creepy mouth teeth, and he hides in the porta potty. Um, and uh, I'll go with every character from the film Pan's Labyrinth, I guess. Okay. Because those are some really cool monster designs and very cool um, you know, makeup and very cool performance. Uh, you got the guy with the eye hands, played by Doug Jones, which is always great. So, mm-hmm. um, The little little fairies, Pan, f- fairly creepy himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I... I love Del Toro, say, but yeah. yeah, I I just watched uh, his Pinocchio. That was uh, oh, I need to watch that. It's it's good. It it is. Uh, there was some stuff where I was like, oh oh okay, that's in here. Hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I don't know when the Pinocchio book or like story takes place, and I don't I like. Mm-hmm. I've probably only seen the movie once, like the Disney Pinocchio. Yeah, once. it's most of my Pinocchio been... knowledge comes from Kingdom oh. Hearts. Big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, no, I, I'm like, I'm trying to think about it. I'm like, oh, I can't remember the last time I saw mm-hmm. the Pinocchio movie, and I'm like, I know I watched it as a kid, but I mm-hmm. like, I mean, I don't think it was particularly one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, Liza P still pretty good. Uh, so I haven't yeah. played in like a week and a half or so, but I should get back to it. Uh, yeah. Um. And I have another uh, thought. I don't know if you count this as a monster, but uh, I love Black Philip from The Witch. Uh, I still haven't watched that. Oh, you should. It's so good. And Black Phillip is a goat, but he's also the devil. Uh, and uh, Black Phillip's great. I'm like, I call him Black Phillip. I mean, he's, he's a goat and he's literally black. Black goat. So I like um, <laughs> the Scooby-Doo spinoff Ooh. where Shaggy is bitten by a werewolf and he's turning mm. into a werewolf, and then he has to race like Dracula and Frankenstein's monster, and like all these other the mummy in like a wacky races type situation. And if he wins the race, then he won't turn into a werewolf. 
and like his girlfriend is there. Shaggy has a girlfriend, which hey, okay. His girlfriend should be food. Uh, this like, is true. Um, like that, his his girlfriend is 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 eating a big sandwich. Uh, like what? he doesn't need romance. He he <laughs> has it in, in that. Gucci googie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you ever? Do and the reluctant werewolf. Oh, okay. Uh, did you ever? Apparently, this is listed as a follow. I looked this up. Uh, did you see? Ever watched Scooby Doo in the Ghoul School, which is apparently the yes. That's I, I enjoyed that one when I was a, when I was a child. I, I um, saw all those Scooby Doo specials. Yeah. Um. Oh, I watched a lot of Scooby Doo when I was a kid. Oh yeah, I, we've talked. About I particularly Scooby-Doo. liked the. We've talked Scooby Doo. Um, I know Pat likes Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. but um, but uh, Scooby Doo in the Ghoul School. I think that's one of those where I was at m- my local library, so mm-hmm. I think I used to watch it a lot because it was at the library. There was, I mean, there were the Batman crossovers, uh, like Batman and Robin. Mm, well, uh, they've crossed over with everybody. They crossed over with Sonny and Cher. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh was, i i'm they've come yeah. crossover with kiss and i think uh, and uh sounds likely wwe i think uh yes more recently more recently they have done yeah. wwe i haven't watched the newer crossovers I no neither have i watched the the old the old stuff but yeah i i only watched it in reruns on tv and then whatever mm-hmm. vhs was anywhere yep it's uh quality stuff though but now i'm like oh man i gotta show my wife scooby-doo specials and crossovers because scooby-doo not a thing in japan which oh and i I feel like i would have expected perfect thing for japan but yeah i would have expected that scooby-doo would have crossed over that's interesting yep i i don't know I do not know. I dogs are not as like much of a thing here. Like I mean people have dogs but not in the way right. like Americans have dogs. Right. Well, and I I mean whenever I've seen people or whenever I celebrities I follow in Japan and stuff have dogs, they're usually kind of small dogs. Yeah, exactly. Versus yeah. like a great dane. Yes. Uh, very, very different. Doesn't, Versus like uh, a big dog. Yeah, doesn't jive with Japanese pet culture. But, yeah. Uh, Whereas, and like, also I... like the stuff that's scary. Like, uh, mm. you know, those kinds of things are very, very different. I suppose that makes sense because a lot of the <laughs> stuff is based off of kind of classic monsters scooby-doo and the gang chasing down samara from the ring <laughs> oh <laughs> you know listen i'd watch that old man jenkins uh, the whole time <laughs> that would be, be very funny um yeah following just chasing down what what's the like some of those um japanese monsters like what's the one that's the umbrella with an eye oh i Umbrella monster. Oh, <laughs> Kasa Obake. <laughs> it's yeah, a, it's sure. a the umbrella monster. Yokai. 
Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, on fanfiction.net, yeah. we do have Scooby-Doo and the Mysterious Tape. <laughs> Somebody did that? Of course they did. Uh, oh, also from fanfiction.net, Scooby-Doo and Lord of the Rings crossover. A <laughs> hobbit named Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Daphne gets the ring in an antique jewelry shop, which transports the gang to Middle-earth. There, their job is to destroy it for good. Oh, that's so funny. Man, fan fiction, like, for all the rap it's gotten, like, people have created some fun stuff with fan fiction um, there. Might need to check this out later. But, uh, yeah, uh, but... Tis yeah, the season. I, I... <laughs> oh, yeah, tis the season. I am uh, very excited for, for it to be fall, for it to be... Uh, Halloween season. I haven't really watched much scary stuff yet, but I'll need to. Uh, Who so, needs listeners, to if you have any, if you have any news, listeners, if you have any uh, horror movie recommendations, I'm always taking horror movie recommendations. Send um, them to gaming at fix.space. Yeah, and, uh, we'll watch that. Probably watch it. Yeah, I there's there's a lot of good good horror movies out there, so uh so I need to watch a couple this year. But sure. Well, uh well, there may be good horror movies. Neither of us have horror played games? any horror oh. games. <laughs> I was like, I don't think either of us did, but No. Uh but we did play some games. Uh Yeah. And I I must ask you, what yeah. have you played this week or in the last two weeks? I suppose. Yeah, in the last two weeks because I wasn't here last week because, um, yeah, a, it was in the last two weeks. What is time? Uh, I was playing Mineko's Night Market, which I've been hyping up for years. I've been really excited about it for years. Uh, it's good. But also, it runs really poorly on Switch, and it's such a it's such a bummer. Hmm. Um, because it's it's such a cute game, um, and I know that they're they're trying to patch this, but also the game's been in development for years and years and years, and you're kind of hmm. like, why is it like it was first announced uh, in like at least like five years ago and you're kind of like why does it run like this <laughs> um so i i don't know it so basically you're it's 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 a very cute game you move to and you play mineko you move to an island um you're doing a bunch of crafts and every week there's a night market where you sell you're able to sell your wares there's special events um Lots of lots of cats, uh, and you're following information about this uh, kind of giant cat, uh, or like mythical cat called Nico. Um, but but it's like so it's very cute and it's very fun. It's just that the um, load times are kind of awful mm-hmm. and. And there's a lot of loading, so you're just kind of like, you'll, you'll go into a house and you're like, okay, time to wait 15 seconds. 
And then you realize, oh, there's nothing I need to do in here, so time to leave. And then that's another 15, 20 seconds, and it just kind of adds up. Hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, it's frustrating because it's like there's so much of the game that I think is really good and pleasant to play. I am just very, very frustrated that it, it launched in this kind of a state when, yeah. when it's it. it when some of those uh, load times and some of the um, kind of lag and some of the frame rate stuff, it's like it's 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 nearly in, in play, unplayable at certain points, which wow. is really frustrating. It doesn't look like it would be that sort of like right. have sort of issues because it's right because it's a very cute like kind of stylized art style mm -hmm. but anytime you do anything there's a long loading wow. um okay and, and sometimes like you one of the big mechanics is is crafting things to either give people or to sell at the night market which is you know like like a little mini game and then you're done uh, after crafting a couple of different t things, there might be a delay of like 20 seconds after you've finished the thing before it says you did it. And then <laughs> you can jump back in. And it's like, oh my God. yeah, and I, I, I started, um, like timing stuff and it, so many things, uh, would take like 25, 30 seconds to load mm. and, and it, but it's like constant. So it's like, if it was, if it took a long time to load first time, like, yeah, like load in the game, load, you'd be like, it's kind yeah. of an initial load. You'd be like, this is a little annoying, but I'll, I, I can handle it. Or if it was like every hour or, you know, like once, once in a while, you'd be like, okay, this is fine, but it is constant. Mm. And I, have you seen you, you know me i'm not like a person to like a pc version or other console version i or? think it's less bad on pc um from what i've heard at least and so that would be um you know i'm not 100 percent sure about that uh but i i think that there's still um they have console versions coming i don't think they're launched yet uh it's just i don't know it's it's kind of it's just it's kind of rough and i i was this was like my most anticipated game for quite a bit of time mm -hmm. just because it looked like such a charming kind of uh, chill time uh but i just you know wish that it had launched better and and yeah. part of me wants to be uh you know kind of uh, like <clears throat> when, when i do reviews and stuff of indie games um i part of me wants to be like a little bit more lenient i guess but um but humble games acquired it um or is publishing it mm -hmm. and they've been working on it with the developer for for oh. multiple years at this point so you're kind of like okay if it was just the single developer doing that that would be one thing 
But since you've had Humble mm-hmm. kind of behind you, you, I feel like you should have had a little bit more yeah. QA opportunities. Yeah, that's that's rough. And yeah, uh, I'd be curious. I don't, everyone on Steam mostly see, like, I don't see any mentions of performance issues. <coughs> so, like, yeah. On a Steam Deck or something, probably great. But yeah, I that, that and, is and a bummer about I, the Switch version. Yeah, and, and and the reason I I got that was I I got it for review, so mm-hmm. I don't know if, if I um. But also, it feels like a game that's kind of perfect for Switch and for especially for the demographic of people that are um, you know, playing those kinds of games. A lot of them are on Switch mm-hmm. versus yeah. PC. So it that's that's where I was I it feels kind of I don't know like you should have the Switch version better because it's uh yeah. so much of your audience is on Switch and I think the first time I saw it personally was in in the old um Nindies stream mm-hmm, mm-hmm. back in the day. So it's like um yeah, so it, if you're looking to play it and you have a decent PC or a Steam Deck. I could see it being really great on Steam Deck. Um, I like having the having it mobile. Um, but otherwise, I know they're trying to work on it. But I, I I've just been kind of waiting for a um, a patch to be able to finish this game. Yeah. Uh, because I I reviewed it in progress because I was like I'm not have, I, have they said <laughs> like they're working on it? Have they commented think- on it? They've said that they are aware of issues on the Switch and that they're working on it, but we'll see. Uh, it's it's just frustrating, and and again, I don't want to rag on it too much because it's like the the game itself is really cute, the writing is cute, like it's it's very it's very chill and pleasant after several years, but but. And you don't want to be like, oh, if you're in development for longer, that means... But also, I think it's been eight years of development, so Mm. uh, that's a lot of time. Yeah. uh, Games are in development for a long time for various reasons, and... Yeah. You know. And uh, I think that they... I think that they very specifically focused on a... um, like work life balance with the devs which is great i'm i'm all for it and i i think that's wonderful that they really focused on prioritizing dev wellness because certainly a lot of game devs or large companies don't so i think that's great but also it's like it feels underbaked and it's been in development for 8 years mm-hmm. totally well, yeah, that's Mineko's Night Market. Hopefully, we can they can get it patched up and we can have some more positive. Yeah, because if it was, and, uh, yeah, because if it was, that's that's the thing is that if the if it was patched, like I feel like the kind of the overarching gameplay loop of crafting things and um, wandering around. There's some intrigue on on these islands, and it's it's a very it's a very cute. Very pleasant game to play. Once it's patched, I think it would be it would be a game that most people should pick up. But 
right now it's just hard to recommend it. All right. Well, that is a, a soft recommend for non-Switch yeah. versions of Mineko's Night Market then. I yeah. Suppose. I would I would take a look at if if you're interested in it, I would take a look at um you know, see what your PC is available. Check it out on Switch. Uh, or not Switch. <laughs> on not Steam. Not on Switch. <laughs> not on Switch. No. Um, check it out on Steam. If you have a Steam Deck, I think it would be a really great Steam Deck game. Um, because, like I said, it's it feels like such a good game to have on handheld that yeah. I, I, I wish it was a little bit better. But um, once it gets... Once it gets patched, I'm I'm kind of waiting for that to finish up my playthrough, and uh, I I did just a review in progress because I was like I I can't do anymore. <laughs> but you know I I'm interested to see where it, where it goes because it's a, it's it's very very charming. All right. Well, uh, I know that's not the only game you've been reviewing yeah. because I did have to rescue you. <laughs> Yes, and uh, solve a puzzle for you. Yes, with no yeah. experience with the game, just screenshot. I'm like, help Here, me. Here's the solution. No, not even a screenshot. It's me taking a photo of uh, my uh, Switch yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, help me. Show Andre, me, show me this. Show me what you're. Show looking me at. this. <laughs> yeah. So I've uh, I just finished last night uh, working on it for a review. Uh, Bilkin's Folly, which I feel like kind of came out of nowhere because I'd never heard of it, but I saw it in um, the the Slack, and I was for my for uh, Nintendo World Report, and I was like, "Slack? This is a, what the hell? Yeah, we use Slack. Yeah, <laughs> I've never used Slack before this. I don't know how it works. I've never um, used Slack. I'm, but we only use Slack. Um, okay, but." <laughs> But I saw it and I was like, "Oh, this looks this looks really interesting." And so I picked, I, I played that. Uh, just finished it last night, so I'll be. So there should be a review up on the website sooner or later because. Um, but it's out, and it's a it, it's a it's a really charming game. I I really enjoyed my time with it. Um, I did need to get Andre's help, and at one point. I went into the devs discord and they have a little hints thing. And I'm like, help me please. Um, because, but, uh, it's basically you're, you're playing this as a character, um, Percival Bilkins, who is, uh, his, um, grandfather went out searching for a specific treasure. His, um, Percy's mom was like, no, you don't, and is, is following after him. And now Percy's following after both of them to try and, you know, find his family. And uh, he's, it's, 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 it's basically you go around to these islands in, in this area and you're searching for treasure. And it, it's very much a, um, an adventure game. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to definitely bring this up, but it's, there's a, definite like monkey island um vibe to it i mean it's possibly because you know it's the kind of treasure seeking um you run into a lot of pirates and things like that but uh how many chickens are there (laughs) surprisingly none um but but it, it it has that kind of adventuring game type stuff so you're searching for you look for treasure um, but you're also 
trying to move forward by doing a bunch of tasks to do uh, in kind of an adventure game type of way. Um, so it's a lot of, uh, you know, solving various puzzles, um, to try and move forward. You're, you're hunting for treasure and, um, you have a bunch of various tools and you, you work with your, uh, your dog who is able to, um, help, uh, sniff out treasure for you. So it's, it's very much a, uh, an adventure game, um, with some puzzle solving and, uh, working on maps for treasure hunting, which is what I was asking, uh, Andre for help because I'm just like, I, what is like, there, there was a map and I'm like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> help me, please. It, it, I'm dying here. And apparently, um, the game just came out. I, I, I got the code a couple of days before, um, uh, before it came out and I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not making embargo on this one. <laughs> um, I'm like, I was just like, that's not happening. <laughs> but uh, in a way though. That's it's nice to have a game that actually has some challenging puzzles and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Oh, totally. And I think that that puzzle is tricky. Um, and there are some other ones that are particularly tricky. But there are times where I've I've figured them out, and it's just like very much. It's it's very satisfying to f- figure those out. And there's a lot of optional puzzles that I didn't actually get to. Mostly because I wanted to hit credits before I wrote my review. But um, I think the vast majority of, like, very difficult puzzles are uh, are optional things. Um, so there's quite a lot of optional difficult ones. Uh, and there's certain things for... Uh, navigation that are pretty tricky. But once you figure it out, you're like... Am I a genius? I don't know. know, Maybe. Like, there was one where I was, I was struggling. I was thinking of either asking you for help, even though you've never seen the game or going into the Mm -hmm. uh, Discord. But I, I I persevered and figured it out, and it was a, it was, it was very satisfying. So there's some, there's some really fun little puzzles in there. Um, couple of uh. Uh, kind of individual puzzles that are that are totally different, and I kind of wish there was a little bit more of that. But most of it is kind of figuring out stuff on the maps or figuring out they they tell you kind of oh here's the thing you need to do, and you're like what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and you have to you figure it out, and you're like I am I a genius? And then you run into a difficult one, and you're like no, that's not I'm not I am not genius. I am. <laughs> intimately familiar with that feeling these days <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, where you, that, that it, it's a it's a good feeling where i figured out something and i was like oh i am genius and then you're just like you immediately hit a difficult thing and you're like oh no it's, it's baba's you like, oh my god <laughs> uh, this is less uh-huh infuriating i think that baba is you but but that's I, I like the I, perfect distillation of that feeling of the yeah what, of, is, what is going genius. on here aha i 
I am the smartest person alive. To I am the Nobody's dumbest motherfucker to me. ever walk this planet. <laughs> right. That kind of back and forth of like, I am so smart. I It's everybody else smarter than me. I am the dumbest person. Um, so it's a very, it's very, uh, I, I, I think Baba Zoo is definitely the perfect distillation of that. But, um, you know, if you're looking for the kind of, adventure gamey type thing i think it's it's pretty pretty great um some of the puzzles are a little bit obtuse i feel like but uh most of them are pretty if it's not rubber chicken and a pulley obtuse then it's <laughs> all right well well i was gonna say i was like a uh, little mildly obtuse puzzles. I'm like, that's kind of adventure games yeah. in general. <laughs> so, uh, so it's like, you can't even really be mad, but, uh, with, with some interesting, you know, kind of fun characters and a pretty fun world. And I, I, I really enjoyed it. There is, this also had a level of, uh, uh, kind of frame rate stuff too so i was just like so which is a little bit frustrating but it's not um switch it's not its age uh yeah well so many of these games i'm like is this really like that mm-hmm. intensive of a of a game for the switch i don't know maybe it is yeah. but um now, yeah, it's still yeah, wild. I don't know. Things like you know, Witcher Three, like it seems like it'd be far more taxing. And I haven't looked at the Witcher Three on there. I have no desire to look at the Witcher Three on Switch. But yeah, you know, people seem, <clears throat> but I mean, seem to I, be okay like, with that port. Playing, and... um, what you can call it, uh, Pikmin Four mm-hmm. on Switch. It's uh, it, it it looks beautiful and it runs great. So yeah. I don't know. Nintendo got that secret sauce. hard to say what uh what is causing that but yeah because you figure like these indie devs would want to be putting a lot of you know making sure that switch version runs well because switch has such a massive install audience i think right no no i was i was thinking of something else so yeah no there's there's no continuation of that thought there but um yeah, with just how massive that audience is, like, you yeah, you want to, but also, I, there's probably a little bit of, eh, if they're playing on Switch, they don't care that much. I, I suppose, but I mean, when it's like, it's a very noticeable, like, I'm, yeah. I play a lot of stuff on Switch, and these couple last games, I'm like, this is very noticeable. But that being said, for Bilkin's Folly, it's not, it's, it, you notice it, but it's not necessarily, um, game breaking or it's not it's not something that affects the gameplay it's just like if there's a lot of people on it you you, there's like the kind of larger settlement where you go in and you realize you're like oh this is a um oh this is really started to chug a little bit but it's not uh it's 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 not stopping you from playing it or anything but um yeah, I th- I think it's really it's really cool. There's a lot of puzzles where I'm like, I kind of want to go back and check them out again. Um, but it's 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 very charming, and if you're into the kind of adventure game or 
that sort of thing or solving these kind of puzzles or you know um figuring that all out i i would probably recommend it i i enjoyed my time with bilkins folly um very well that being said uh there are so many puzzles that made me like almost tear out my hair <laughs> that i was kind of excited when i saw the end credits i was like oh thank god because <laughs> it's it's very good but also i was just like "Ooh, i'm i i need a game that's not gonna be uh mentally taxing right now <laughs> all right well that's yeah. uh bilkin's folly yeah it's it's it's, it's uh, like i said i've never i i hadn't heard about it before i saw the review code but it's uh I, I certainly hope that other people check it out, um, especially if you're interested in that kind of an adventure game. It's it's a really neat little experience. Awesome. And uh, you also apparently started something else that I, I don't know if you're reviewing this or just uh, playing no, it no, 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 no. I I'm just bought, I'm I might take a little little break um, from reviewing. We'll see. Uh, because I've been pl- I've been playing a lot of games for review lately, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's nice, but I'll, it, it's it's been really fun to work with um, uh, Nintendo World Report and write those reviews. It's been it's been very enjoyable, um, but I I just was like I want to play a game that I kind of choose to play. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I picked up Silent Hope, which I forget what. Mm-hmm sort of presentation i saw it in in. the farming direct i don't know (laughs) it may be i do you farm in this game uh mildly like a little bit um i i wouldn't say it's a farming game at all (laughs) but there is a but one of the characters that you have um at your disposal is you have farmer you're building up a base right or something yeah you have a base okay um that's like and Figuring out all the different and like farming. tents, <laughs> you plant them and you raise them up, and then, then I, this metaphor is getting away from me. I don't know where you were going with that, but um, but basically, it's a a JRPG. I found out um that it is inexplicably sort of in the same universe as. Harvest Moon and Rune Factory, but it's very, very different. Um, but basically, there are uh, seven characters. Uh, this is a world where, at the start of the game, it tells you that the villain stole all all the concept of words from their okay. universe, so it's hence the silent. Um, and his. Uh, daughter the princess uh is cried for years uh so much that i cased her in a crystal and now she's leading these um seven characters that you play as to stop the um evil king who stole the words and speech and um kind of fucked off into this abyss so it's a a very kind of weird JRPG kind of uh, uh, thing that pops up. So but, is everyone uh, just, like, communicating via charades or something? 
sort of it's not very story focused okay. at least as far as i've seen um you can also hear from the princess who's like hey we need to stop this um and then you're um you start by choosing one of the seven characters and jumping uh into this abyss and it it's it's i don't know if it's um procedurally generated or not but you're kind of going back and forth between that and your base and trying to build up your characters and building up the um these people so that you can finally go and defeat the king who's there so it's it's i i it hasn't seemed very story based i because i am basically maybe 20 30 minutes in it so i i haven't touched gotten very much into it um but it's uh it, it's it's less about the story and more about this kind of dungeon crawling which is kind of what i was looking for with that um so each of the characters have their own different kind of um ways of fighting or they all they're, they're all different um archetypes and um while you're there you collect might collect materials or get blueprints for weapons that you can go back and craft and stuff like that so um yeah no it's 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 interesting i'm i'm interested to see where it goes every so often i get into a like i a thing where i really want to do some sort of dungeon crawling and it this seems like kind of a fun anime style sure. dungeon crawler um so hopefully it's good uh reviews were pr- pretty positive it looked like so far um but yeah it's 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 a very it seems like it'll be a pretty fun game to kind of keep keep up and and play while doing other stuff so yeah i'm i'm interested to see where that goes all right so that's uh silent hope mhm okay cool uh yeah, I've yeah. got a few little things. Uh, one of them nice. on the Switch. <gasps> Gasp, Andre <gasps> played a Switch uh, game. What the hell? Uh, I, I vaguely want to play that Switch game. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it is exclusive it is to the Japan Japanese only. Yeah. eShop. But if you go on like the App Store, you can probably find a ripoff of it. Um, <laughs> this is... Uh, Suica game, aka the Suica watermelon game. game. Yeah. Uh, which is it's a very simple puzzle game. Um think like a threes or uh what what is the uh what's the 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 one it's not Tetris, it's the Puyo Puyo. Puyo Puyo, uh, yeah. Yeah, or or like a Tetris kind of in a way, you know, it's like Yeah. It's a uh, it is a physics-y puzzle. So it, it's similar to those games, but then also it's its own thing because it's physics-y. Uh, yeah. You are playing... Or you are... This little cloud, cute little face uh, that is dropping fruit into a box. You got uh, some cherries, strawberries, grapes... uh grapes turn into kumquats and then kumquats into oranges into apples into 
peaches or no into pears mm. into peaches into melon pineapple pineapple uh, you're right yeah i just peach into pineapple then, pineapple into melon like uh and then and then uh, into watermelon into watermelon yeah yeah, the reason I know this is because every single VTuber yeah. is playing Watermelon King. Like, yeah. it's uh, our it Suica game. It came out, like, it's... a year, just over a year ago. But it yeah. seems like it recently uh, gained it recently popularity. popped off. Because, like, you know, some yeah. streamer played it, and then everyone's like, ooh, this game. And it's very fun to play. It's, like, 200 yen right now which mm-hmm. it, on the eShop, uh, which is, like, basically a dollar. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the exchange rate um and like it's very simple it's very bare bones there's like there's one mode and it's just like play and see what kind of score you can get and that's it i think there's like leaderboards um for like the day like daily leaderboards or something but like it's just nice to sit there and puzzle out okay if I drop this over here, if I drop this orange by this apple, then it's gonna hit the other orange, and by putting two of the two of the same fruit together, they become the next fruit up in the the tree. Like, okay, if I put this orange here, it'll slide down, it'll hit that orange, and then that orange is touching an apple. So if those touch, then they'll become a pea or a, a, a pear. But then how is that going to move the other fruit around it? Because they're in a restricted space. And so they're like pushing things up the walls or pushing things away from the walls and sliding down. And then things are like popping all over. And then if something, when you reach the top of the box, if something exits the box, then you uh, lose, which is unfortunate sometimes because you'd be like, Oh, I'm going to, I got this awesome combo, but it the physics of like things expanding and turning into bigger fruit shot some smaller fruit out of the box, and I, I failed even though my box was only half full, which I had happened to me earlier uh, this evening, and it was a bummer. But uh, it's it's deceptively simple, but it is a lot of fun and very addicting. Yeah, I. It's, I feel like I, every, every single, like, VTuber or Japanese streamer is playing this game right now. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, very addicting. It looks very fun to play. I, I might try to figure out how to get a, get the Japanese Switch account so that I can I mean, play getting it. Getting a Japanese Switch account is easy. It's probably, it's, it's yeah. paying for things that is the right part. i think i actually you might be able to get did... like some e-shop credit or something but yeah uh, but we'll like s- i said see... you can get you can probably get like a a phone version maybe I, i'm on android and there was one i don't know if there's one on the e-shop but there are I... it's not as cute the one i found is not That's as cute issues. but it's got it's got like you know different art that is uh, aesthetically pleasing in its own way, uh, and it's nice not to have to like be on a switch just to, like pull out my phone and do that. But my wife has it on her switch and has been uh, playing it a lot the 
the last yeah. like, two, three days. It's amazing how like quickly it went from like I, I you know, never heard of it okay. to um like suddenly it seems like it's everywhere. Yeah. And uh it, it's just interesting how some how some like it all it takes is like one popular streamer to play something and then suddenly yeah. And then it's just it's just like a high score mode, but like every it, it I've, I've seen people just like decide that three thousand points is like the, the win condition, even though that's yeah, sure. like yeah, that, that's like that's a just... good a good point. Uh, I don't know what happens. I've not seen what happens if you get two watermelons to touch. Um, yeah, I don't know what happens then, but uh, the um, it is. Is definitely uh, oh, I'll just play one more type type right. of game, and then you're like, oh, I'll just play one more. <laughs> and then it's two in the morning, yeah. and you're like, and it's like, oh. th- you know, the rounds aren't short. You're not. There's no time limit or anything. Like you, mm-hmm. it's just take your time, puzzle it out, think. Okay, how am I gonna play this? One streamer I think played for like seven and a half hours. <laughs> I don't. I don't think yeah. it was one game. It was just they played for seven and a half hours. Um, yeah, I've. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, people. They're doing that with uh, various Hollow live streams. You're mm-hmm. just like, it's 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 a kind of amazing how much everybody has decided let's play this and let's play this for several hours yep. <laughs> when it's a pretty simple yep. kind of game, but. And it's yeah, it, this dev must be like, wait, what's happening to my bank account? Where, why, why is this happening? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, well, when you release a game for for like like a dollar or so, and you just like probably set it, forgot it, made a couple sales, and you go, all right, on to the what next, whatever. And now it's like it, it's 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 become kind of a trend. It's it's interesting. Yep. Um must be kind of exciting for that yeah, totally. dev to be like, what's what's going on? And it, like, it's I think two bucks is or you yeah, know, a dollar or whatever is the perfect well, price for this kind of game uh, because it's there's... so simple. Um, it's so simple, but there's a lot of replay value in it because it's just satisfying to play. Uh, yeah, but also it's like it's one of those things where. Um, if you're if you're purchasing a game you see it's for dollar two dollars you're like oh why not you know it's like um like i know that i've seen that with um that's what we saw with uh vampire survivors where it's like Mm -hmm. it's it's like a couple bucks and so you're just like oh you know whatever that's not a big deal and then it gets kind of that it kind of um yeah, it catches it on. Gets bigger. It catches to try on. Try it out because it's so cheap. Like, oh, right. Sure, why not? People are talking about. Sure, this. why not? It's like three bucks. It's it doesn't like that's that's nothing. So it. I wonder if that's gonna that's um an interest. That's an interesting strategy for the kind of for like an indie dev. I mean, I think for both of those games, it's pretty. It's a pretty fair pricing, but at the same time, it's it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. You know, um, you it, know, if that's a if that's a strategy of just like having people go, sure, it's two bucks, yeah, whatever. I, it's definitely like the the way the market is breaking down, uh, and 
as we're seeing, especially the last few weeks this year with layoffs and studio acquisitions right. and closures and uh, mergers and all these things, um, like actual indie devs like the like the creator of this watermelon game or the with the vampire survivors people small team just like putting out something for a couple bucks and there are thousands upon thousands of you know devs doing similar things on like right exactly uh what man you know there's a lot of stuff on steam and right and and, and that's why i'm found even at that that price point or at a higher price point is so ridiculous so it's not surprising that this game that watermelon game didn't didn't take off when it came out especially because of japan only uh or it's only right well and it's one of those games i could see just like skipping over in the eShop while you're looking for whatever else you're looking for it's 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 a pretty easy game to just yeah. kind of skip it, over it, it takes that person not... go, oh this looks cute whatever two dollars i'll try and then yeah they, you know they tell somebody they or they stream it or whatever stream it and... then people are like oh hey i want to try this and then suddenly it's this domino effect of people are yeah. playing it like what's that that looks cool <laughs> yeah that's it's 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 an interesting thing I, it must be really difficult if you're an indie dev to get your games noticed so it's uh yeah it's 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 kind of cool when it seems like there's just something completely there's or at least it feels completely organic sections to... of the eShop that are just perpetually games that are like on sale for a dollar right um, and like you know they and they try to do that where it's like 99 percent off and you're like of what like exactly yeah no they they just say like oh our price is five dollars and it's but it's a down to one dollar or whatever to our price is twenty dollars and lower. now you pay a uh, pay fifty cents and you're just like I get, but i mean for most of those games i see that and i'm like and so they can like stay uh, on the like get on the charts and stuff but it's like right damn. but and, you know, part of that's Nintendo on Nintendo for allowing that behavior uh, on the shop. But yeah, I don't know how you really combat it. How you get how you stop that, I guess. So much shovelware on especially the eShop, but also like Steam. But also course, Steam deals with it. Yeah. Uh, Xbox and PlayStation, not so much like there's the occasional thing. But for the most part, it's they're pretty they're they are more restrictive than nintendo is on some of that right. stuff but which is good and bad uh for sure but. right for better or for worse because it's like i like being that there's some really weird indie stuff on steam or on switch that might struggle with something like um being on xbox or being on playstation it's you know there are certain certain games where it's like oh this is really good and it's a single dev that just kind of had the chance to publish it somewhere but there is also something to be said about a much more um you know a curated experience that's on something like on playstation but i mean I, i don't know i i i certainly play more games on my switch and on my steam deck than i do on playstation so because there are certain times where I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to play any of the big popular games. I want to play something kind of 
weird and interesting that's just not on there. So it's I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird it's a weird balance. Absolutely, absolutely. But if you find yourself to be in possession of a Japanese eShop account or at least an Android phone, uh, you just go on the Play Store and look up Watermelon Game. Uh, and I think you'll... Uh, wait, that's, um, that's in books. What am I doing? Watermelon Game. I, I looked on the Japanese Play Store because I assumed that would be where, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watermelon Game by BOGN Studio. There's a bunch of them, but I think the BOGN Studio is probably the uh, the one to get, seems like. There's... Yeah, that that's what I would check out uh, if you cannot do on Switch. It's not as good, but it's yeah. It you'll you'll get it, and you're like, oh, this is a problem, maybe, and you'll it's it's a thing to do on your phone if you need to kill some time, low pressure, uh, just you know, enjoyable. Uh, the physics is fun and all that, and the puzzly stuff is good. So yeah, and the, the physics does seem pretty fun. And um, I, I was watching a stream of my favorite VTuber the um, I think yesterday uh, where she's playing it, and it was very fun to watch her try and push push them using the other fruits and and going like, come on, just use the physics. And it, it's I I think that's part of also why it. Um, kind of popped off it's pretty fun to watch other people play it too i i saw somebody i saw there was some bar somewhere that put up put it up on the screen rather than anything else it's like like is entertainment in a bar or no in the u.s or something yeah okay wow yeah they're like yeah let's just put up suika game and you're like okay that's wild i did not know that it was catching on over there I think it is. It's starting to. Well, we'll see if they like it. it, Well, it's one of those games where you don't really need you don't need Japanese knowledge to play it. So it's like they could they could easily add it to the U.S. eShop and just be like, it's in Japanese. Sorry, and (laughs) I'm sure they would make a decent. um, Yeah, you know, it, it would still work. Yeah, good. The the rankings and stuff don't really matter. If you really care, you could figure it out. But uh, yeah, yeah, the, it's it's a killer game. So uh, definitely check it out if you can. Uh, game, yeah, of year, cool. <laughs> game of the year. Game of the year. Was it twenty twenty two or was it? Uh, I thought it was twenty twenty one when I last looked it. No, up, it was twenty twenty one. It was December ninth, twenty twenty one. So almost two years ago, this game came out and is just now getting some some love which is uh wild which is wild yeah almost two years old and well uh yep that's a suika game aka the watermelon game uh i also played something else today uh which is uh, another game pass banger because i play a lot of. i'm so happy it's on game pass i'm really excited to play it this game totally worth picking up not on game pass uh based on what i've played so far which is not like a ton but is a decent amount to kind of get what the game is about uh and that is cocoon 
which yeah. is from one of the or from the lead gameplay designer of Limbo and Inside Play Dead Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yeah, the lead gameplay designer of Limbo and Inside. Uh, this game Cocoon is uh, similar but different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are. Um, it is not a two D two D experience though. I guess Inside had a little bit of. It was like two point five D. Had a little bit of. Had a little, yeah, but it was mostly it, it was, not it was much. 2D. It was mostly 2D. Yeah. This is a, a 3D adventure game puzzle platformer type thing. Uh, you're not mm-hmm. doing like a lot of you're not like jumping around or that kind of platforming, but you are maybe you'll activate a bounce pad which will fling you over some distance, but um, you play. As this this little guy, uh, it's is it ice? I guess it's isometric, kind of this isometric perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, this little guy who's got some like moth wings or something. He has they got it, he it they have wings uh, on their back, kind of or like a cape. I don't know what it is. It's it's, it's a look, and you are exploring these alien worlds dimensions it's unclear uh like it's really i the game has not been forthcoming about what is going on there's no narrative like no exposition uh happening Mm. there's been it says in the options there's like language options but that might just be for the menus i don't know yeah well i mean that's kind of how it was with um limbo totally, and inside yeah. so um but as far as i know jeppe carlson uh, was not you know the narrative story? yeah okay he was gameplay so you don't have designer, weird right? so um, you don't have weird people the the weird jumble of people at the end of inside you don't have that in here I, I hey, we'll I, we'll see. <laughs> there uh, could be something like that, but it doesn't seem like it. I don't... So in this game, you are traversing these alien worlds or spaces, and you're it's like you don't really have any way of interacting with the world other than like powering some platforms. Or, like, powering these specific spots. And, like, you, like, do a little, like, just, like, focus some energy. And then, like, something happens at the the spot. That's what the little character can do uh, by themselves. You also gain the ability by picking up these large orbs that are basically as large as you or, you know, almost as large as you. And carrying them around in your back, and these different orbs will allow you to interact with the environment in different ways, like revealing um, pathways that are not there without the orb, or allow you to, like, move through certain pieces of matter and change their state from gaseous to solid. And you you can use that to, to platform around and 
do stuff and you know get through the levels but you can only ever hold one of these orbs at a time mm. so you're literally juggling these powers as you go through the levels because I think there's only one of each orb uh, through the game at least so far uh, so the challenge is figuring out okay I can't take an orb through here because there's like a gate blocking my way I can walk through but it's the orb is too big it can't fit through so then you have to figure out, okay, how do I get this orb over there? And sometimes it's just like, oh, I have to put it in this little tube, and then it'll roll through the tube, and then it'll come out on the other side of the gate. Sometimes it's you've got to do a whole puzzle where you jump into the air, drop the orb into a tube, and then run over and like set up a whole kind of Rube Goldberg situation almost there's a lot of sequencing things and getting things to happen mm. at the right time uh it's not like super precise but there can't there is like a little bit of urgency to some of the puzzles which is nice um nothing feels nothing has felt too difficult so far it's really been like there hasn't there's like not even a death state in the game really you get knocked out of whatever kind of space you're exploring back into the hub world i guess if that's what you want to call it um yeah so you you'll get bounced up into and then you just go back in it's like a checkpoint so it's pretty forgiving in that way. It's not too difficult, but it has like enough challenge or stimulates your brain enough with these puzzles to go, Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I see what I'm supposed to do here. And then you go through and you, you do it. And then you're like, okay, that was cool. I feel, I felt good solving that puzzle. Uh, I, like I said, there's not been any like, narrative exposition at all so mm. i don't know what's going on uh i'm trying to figure it out part like in some way this feels completely wrong to compare it to and it might just be because i saw the game came out on playstation finally uh but like reminds me of scorn in a way uh which doesn't make any sense but also in my head makes sense uh just like the atmosphere and walking through these environments, solving puzzles. It is not as geigery or penisy as Scorn is, uh, but it has it's got just like a nice look. The environments are cool. I've only been I just got to the I got the third sphere. I don't know how many spheres there are, but I'm I've just got to the third sphere. Um and like the worlds are inside the spheres basically. So you get to certain points and you can like put them on a, on this like piece of equipment and that lets you enter the sphere. Uh, and sometimes, and then you have to take other spheres into that sphere to solve the puzzles. So then oh. you're storing spheres in the spheres to, and then like going back in and then taking them out. Uh, when you get to certain places, it's, <laughs> Uh, the first time you do it, it's like, oh, okay, I see. Uh, there's a lot 
or you know, with how limited your skill set is, they still give you interesting ways to solve the puzzles and interact with the world and like find find information about what you're supposed to do. Like I had to solve a puzzle where like I, I was just like walking around doing the thing and I had solved two, three, maybe four versions of this puzzle previously. Then I got to a new one. I was like, okay, I'm, there should be an environmental clue on how to solve this puzzle. There should be one, but I'm not seeing it. It's not in the world like the previous ones were. And then I, you know, walked around a little more and through using the powers that I had, I was able to find the, the solution, uh, which was cool. Uh, so yeah, it's, I think it's a slam dunk, uh, game pass game and even if you just want to get it like on steam it's uh 20 off until the 20th it's 20 bucks on steam right now till the 14th <laughs> so for another week uh and yeah it's i think it's an an easy easy pickup if you like uh inside or just i didn't play a lot of limbo uh it, it didn't jive with me but uh, inside really good and if you're just into kind of environmental yeah, I, puzzle games yeah I, I i don't know if i can't remember if i actually finished limbo i played a decent amount of it but i think i it maybe hit something where i was like i'm kind of good but inside and i i loved inside so um i'm, I'm definitely excited to take the to pick this up and take a look it's it's very neat and um does some very cool stuff um yeah. are the, the the there's been some really cool gameplay stuff in there so I'm, I'm interested to see more from the gameplay designer for sure yeah it, it is uh very neat very cool and uh highly recommend this to anyone who might be interested nifty uh, Sounds neat. Yep. And then, there's a lot of good, cool games that are coming out right now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't. Seems like soon there won't be many games for a while because of all the studio yeah. closures and whatnot. Like we're layoffs. We're getting and... while the getting's good, but I know. It's like we're at the <laughs> tail to... end of the bounty, right? Like yeah. All the so, games coming out, and they're like, ah, fuck. I'm... <laughs> Enjoy it while we can, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, or at the, the very least, is, there's a... We'll be able to catch up on all the games we couldn't play. Uh, yeah, there's so many games that I, I I have kind of in my backlog. So, you know, at worst case scenario, I'm I'm still good. I still got a lot of games I want to enjoy. So, yep. but... Definitely. But this year has been a, a lot. So it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see... Um, you know, so many layoffs with so many studio closures at, you know, yeah. what the, what next year or even the year after is going to look like yeah. for game releases. Yep. I've been seeing a lot of, a lot of bad news. Uh, in the, the yeah. Th- yeah. There's a lot going on with that. Um, and, and at a certain point there's, it's 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 frustrating where you you kind of want to let things die like <laughs> like like with the the husk of Telltale games they're apparently still they're saying the Wolf Among Us two is still in production and I'm like 
I loved The Wolf Among Us. I think it's probably my favorite Telltale. <laughs> Just let it die. It's okay. <laughs> well, like, I mean, Telltale isn't where it was, and I don't you know with all of its various layoffs and whatever's happened with it in the past. So, <laughs> at a certain point, you're like. Just, just kind of let it, let it go. It's For okay. Sure. Uh, also, I don't know. There's like weird stuff. Speaking of the Wolf Among Us, like weird stuff around mm. that IP. I think because yeah, is that part of the Fable? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's from the Fables comics. And that the author of those put that in the public domain because of some shenanigans with DC. And some disagreements there, and uh, I don't. Apparently, he didn't get properly paid for the Wolf Among Us or something. Uh, oh, that's fucking sucks. Yeah, I'm sure that. It, well, I mean, I'm sure that a lot of people picked up. I, I I've only read a, a um couple of uh collected volumes of mm. of fables, and it's, it's really it's very good. Um, like but, DC made the deal and then didn't cut him in properly. Oh, they just fuck off. Like I think they gave him like a a small thing after he was like, "Yo, what the hell?" But he's still like, "I've not been properly compensated for that." Um, and th- but that's not like specifically the game. That's just DC and DC fucking over. Yeah, and repeatedly like fucking with this guy, which is why he went and it's like, you know what, public domain now. <laughs> I, I I hadn't heard of it. That's that's oh, yeah. wild. It's... But but man, it's like, I I've always kind of wanted to read more fables because it's 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 uh that it's it the first collected um uh trade paperback I read it's 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 really really nice. But it's 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 a. He he's a very talented person who's uh, made some really popular comics, and mm-hmm. The Wolf Among Us did extremely well, I think. And uh, I don't know why the fact that they didn't cut him in on on that is yeah fucking absurd. And there shouldn't be another fable, Wolf Among mm-hmm. Us game then if they if they're if they're not going to give him the money he yeah, deserves. I, I don't know so. if he's he might be getting paid now. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, things not going well. Apparently, they've put out like they've put out things recently. I guess, um, but I don't know what. Uh, yeah, uh, like I don't know what they've put out recently. But I saw someone saying that like they have put out a game within like the last month or like an update. Or something. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Wild. Uh, oh, that's it's so weird how that's all the things that have gone with Telltale yep. and the Telltale brand. It's mm-hmm. it's it's very weird, but definitely. Guys, like the Expanse or something. Oh, because oh, it's like on the EGS, so it's. Uh... There was something came out in July. I don't know if like another episode came out. Yeah, so episode five of the Expanse game came out like two weeks ago. Oh. 
Well, I've heard exactly zero people talk about that, but yeah. So no wonder they're having to. Yeah. Like before it was like Telltale games are kind of an event for a while. Yeah. Oh, totally. And now, like, they—they, I mean, people they like are the so... expanse, and it seems people like, like the expanse. Like, I mean, at, at the like at peak, uh, at the peak of Telltale's whole thing, I I would have probably played that because I mean, there's a, I, I like they they I mean that they were really well regarded. I I still remember the first time I played, or the one I played The Walking Dead, um, Telltale's Walking Dead, the first season, and uh, I still remember how much it kind of hit me. Yeah. And. I I've never seen or read The Walking Dead. I don't know anything about it, but it's like it was a it was a really great game and it was a really great kind of adventure story based mm-hmm. game. And I it's it's really weird that suddenly they've gone from that level of regard to nobody knowing that there's Telltale's yep. The Expanse. I don't know. Yep. Uh who even knows hopefully they you know i hopefully all these people uh the the developers the yeah the people who are the employees working are hard, laid off uh people laid off the people who are not currently laid off and are just having to deal with the fallout of their coworkers yeah. being laid off and what that means for them their workload and people they know and pr- presumably care about to some extent uh, hope you know. Hopefully, all these people do well, and the people who are poorly managing the studios and are responsible for laying these people off. Uh, I hope unpleasant things happen to them. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 rough out there. So I, you know, our thoughts are definitely with the people who are laid off or people who are not quite. It's 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 a tough situation for a lot of people in, in the game dev world. So definitely feel for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I think that is going to do it for this episode of the gaming. Yeah. Podcast, uh, on episode 288 on October 7th, 2023, I've been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite spooky monster. You can find me on Blue Sky at C-O-L-E-S-L-4-W. Allison, where can people find you? Find me on the Husk of Twitter, W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. And I have a couple of reviews up at uh, Nintendo World Report, so you should read those. Great. And uh, thank you to Jeff Davis, a wonderful podcast producer for their wonderful music and their wonderful presence in the world go ahead and follow them on social media all the various ones at stranger peace and uh, send us an email to gaming at fix.space with your horror movie recommendations for spooktober we'll be back next week well some of us will be back next week I will Someone will be back next week with another episode of the Game of Fix podcast. Stay wet, gamers. <laughs>